The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. cover on today's show and not a lot of time to do it we're going to get right into it today craig mish along with davis maddock here on sports grid two hours fantasy sports talk sports wagering talk on sports grid radio and also however you are watching this show on video and uh, got a lot to get to as we said davis but not the best news of all to start the show as a matter of fact yesterday here on the show i had said that uh, the player that we're going to talk about here is maybe the most important player to my team in my dynasty league this season. But I guess I'm going to have to put him back on the taxi squad, Davis, as uh, Rams Cam Akers with that wonderful second half of last year. Looks like he is going to miss the season, according to NFL Network. Yeah, it does not look like uh, we are going to see Cam Akers playing in 2021. Achilles injuries, you know, you you never like to see anyone get injured but, you know, for uh, for our purposes, not only are we talking about 2021, but we're talking about an Achilles injury. And at the start of next season, Akers will be about 14 months into surgery and rehabilitation on his Achilles. And, you know, I, I really don't think it's absurd to say that, you know, when you and I are doing this show at this time next year, we might be talking about, well, what are we going to get? from Cam Akers. Is he going to be as explosive? Is he going to have the same lateral movement? I, and you know, again, I don't know the answer to that question. This literally just happened this week. I have been a pretty big fan of Daryl Henderson, who is his direct backup in Los Angeles. The other running backs on the Rams roster right now, Xavier Jones played at SMU. Raymond Calais uh, was actually signed initially by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, ended up on the Los Angeles Rams roster. Producer Brett also wants to mention uh, rookie Jake Funk, who is uh, was an undrafted free agent for them. I think probably the most likely thing is Todd Gurley ends up signing a one-year veteran minimum deal. They might be able to trade you know, a sixth-round pick for Melvin Gordon. Uh, I, I think Pro- Le'Veon Bell, who looked absolutely pitiful in Kansas City last season, would be an option. I, they probably will add a veteran. My guess is that the market overreacts to this in terms of his fantasy football average draft position. And Henderson is a a pretty decent value in drafts this upcoming year. Yeah, it's uh, for those people in dynasty leagues, it's a really big injury. And I think that for people in season long leagues, this is part of the reason that I don't draft now. I just, I just won't do it just because I want as much information going into a draft. You could play the other side of that clearly and say, Hey, for those people that got that took Henderson, Look how good they're feeling right now. But to me, that is more luck than it is skill, in my opinion. Let's get to our other headlines here on Fantasy Sports Today. We're going to talk a lot about the Rams running back situation with this, no doubt. Uh, Of course, NBA championship is on the line tonight. We'll see if the Bucs can get it done. We certainly think they can, but can they is another question. 
13 runs or more being scored by a bunch of Major League Baseball teams yesterday. I had to endure watching Miami give up 18 runs against the Washington Nationals yesterday, and Juan Soto hit a couple of them yesterday. He had five home runs over his last four games. Also, the Steelers signed Melvin Ingram to a one-year contract, and even Davis, we got some news, as Chris mentioned, about Aaron Rodgers, who, according to ESPN, turned down a long-term extension. I wonder if that changes our opinion on what could potentially happen. We did a fantasy reality yesterday. We both think that he doesn't show up to camp day one. I guess we could do day two today here on the show. Yeah, we could. Uh, and I, I have been increasingly hearing this drumbeat from NFL beat writers. You know, every day that the season gets closer, and this is what I said yesterday, it just becomes more and more likely that Rodgers goes to Green Bay because, the, I mean, Craig, you know this. Guys in football, what do football coaches hate? They hate change. They hate new things. They hate adjusting to things on the fly. Football coaches are big-time creatures of habit. And, you know, I think, I mean, t- let's talk about this. Vic Fangio right now, he's trying to get ready for the season with Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. And he, I mean, he's watching those guys at practice like these guys suck. And I still think even in his heart of hearts, he might rather go into the season with Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke than try and change everything about his team in a month. Because that's just how football coaches are. You, you, People think I sound crazy right now. They think I'm just making things up. I'm telling you, this is how football coaches are. They like things the way they are. And so that's what I, I think. Inertia is a really powerful force in football. And so I think Rodgers is, is probably going to end back in Green Bay. Yeah. And, and look, it's uh, it's rare to have so much football news uh, you know, right here at the top for sure. And as Davis mentioned, in terms of Acres, uh, going back to him, Davis, just for one second, you know, we really didn't know what he could be for the season. But in terms of his ADP, he what, what did we say yesterday? He was like right on the outskirts of 12-team league first rounder. But he was in the first round of any 15-team league, correct? For sure. And I mean, I, I've seen him go in the first round in lots of drafts, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 was right where he was going. So there are people who have done their drafts already. They took Cam Akers, you know, first in the, in the first round and they're like, well, I just donated that money and that sucks, but we got to yeah. We got to keep moving. Yeah, that that's the hard part. And for me, my donation is like $500 for this league every single year. And I'm rebuilding and finally getting some good draft picks. And I looked at my team. I'm like, I got Cam Akers. He's my anchor or running back. And now I just, I'm probably throwing another $500 away, but that's okay. We got a long season to go. I'll get it figured out. We will help you figure out as well. The big story in sports and in sports wagering and even in DFS is, of course, the NBA Finals. Tonight is Game 6. Could be our last NBA game that we preview this year. We'll do it now. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
game six coming up tonight in the NBA Finals. The Bucks lead the series three to two. This could be it. This could be the last preview that we have of the NBA Finals. We'll do a draft preview coming up in a few minutes, and then we'll do another one. We'll hear from some of the kids in the draft coming up next week. But first, let's dive in to the line on FanDuel as it stands right now. And we're seeing Milwaukee minus four and a half in the elimination game against Phoenix. The total is 222 right now. And as everyone knows, if you've been following it, Giannis and the Bucks lead the series and have a chance to win a championship tonight, up three games to two. But before they win the championship, they got to go through Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns, who basically have yet to have their backs up against the wall to this degree. And Paul talked about the basically win or go home game. Uh, throughout this entire playoff run, this is our first el- elimination game. You know what I mean? So it's it's for real. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's no looking back now. We got to come out, uh, be ready to play, and, you know, it's either win or go home. How have you seen your teammates kind of respond in, in that same way, just that this is kind of a new, a new thing? For yeah, you I think everybody's just been talking about embracing it. You know, uh, coaches said all season long, everything you want is on the other side of hard. And it doesn't get any harder than this. So we uh, know that this is a must-win game for us. Uh, and none more than that. Now we got a hoop. All right, Davis. So let's take a look at the line again. Milwaukee minus four and a half. They're at home. Chance to close it out. I am selfishly and obviously figuratively taking Phoenix tonight plus the four and a half. I want game seven and I pick Phoenix to win. Uh, what do you before we get to the pl- the props with the players? What do you think the outcome is of this game tonight? So I've pretty much been on Milwaukee the entire way. You know, I just I think they're slightly better. Uh, I definitely think we have seen Chris Paul show his age a little bit in this series. You know, he just is playing a little bit like a thirty six year old. And look, I mean, there's nothing wrong with showing your age a little bit. He's played like ninety five games in a compressed schedule. Has barely missed any time. You know, he, I guess he got a little bit of. A little bit of a rest when he showed up on the health and safety protocols list, but it does seem like uh, you you kind of want to take the team with their back against the wall. So I've been on Milwaukee this entire time, but four and a half, five points when this is a complete total must-win elimination game for the Phoenix Suns, it feels like probably we'll see 44 minutes of Devin Booker, probably 42 minutes of Chris Paul, 40 minutes of Aiton, 40 minutes of Mikhail Bridges. Seems like this is probably going to be you know, their Custer's last stand, Chris Paul's last stand. Um, And, you know, I talked about it a little bit on the show yesterday, but Chris Paul knows what this moment means. If if you think that Chris Paul is not aware of, you know, all the legacy conversations and, you know, oh, the, the, the awful playoff losses with the Clippers and with the Rockets, like he is completely aware of those things. No, no doubt in my mind. So I think probably the Suns with the points is the right side to be on for this game. All right, so uh, that being said, with everything that you just said about the minutes, that should be important for as we look at the player props tonight because Devin Booker's is 31 and a half, Davis. If you feel that he's going to play close to 48, then maybe this is a good over on 31 and a half. Um, Chris Paul, 21 and a half. DeAndre Ayton, 16 and a half. Let's look at those three. Tell me what you think. So I think the right way to leverage this is, I mean, 31 and a half is just a lot. I think even if Devin Booker, I think even if we got Devin Booker at 48 minutes, I, I don't know if, like, if you told me Devin Booker's playing 48 minutes, I, I would still probably be waffling on 31 and a half. But the one that looks most interesting to me is Chris Paul at 21 and a half, because I think this will probably be the most minutes he would have played up until this point. Uh, they got, what, three days off before the start of this game. This is, uh, and, and like Chris Paul was talking about, this is a, uh, an elimination game. They, this is their first elimination game. So this is the first time that Monty Williams has had to sit down and say, okay, well, what am I going to do with my rotation here? How much am I going to play campaign? Am I going to play a three-guard lineup, or am I just going to play a lot of Chris, a lot of Booker, and a lot of Aiton? And I think that's probably what he will do. So I think the over on Chris Paul at 21.5 looks pretty good. Uh, Aiton, I would maybe lean slightly over, but the, the reason why I don't feel that that's like a, a smash is, I mean, they could win this game with DeAndre Aiton scoring eight right. points as long as he plays good defense and rebounds well. 
Yeah, and, and that's the thing with Aiden. He's not the key there. He's the key to stay in the game. I mean, he's got to cover Giannis a little bit there, too. I think that's definitely the key. Uh, Giannis, by the way, uh, going through one of the epic NBA finals that you would see from a player on his way to a finals MVP, without a doubt, if they win tonight, uh, at, at some point became what many feel is the vocal leader of the Milwaukee Bucks. Maybe this happened over the last three, four years. Uh, he was asked when that happened and when players started respecting him talking. You play to win, that comes easier. You know, uh, early in my career, I was really quiet and obviously of the language, uh, uh, language barrier. It was harder for me. Uh, I felt like kind of like... I'll say the wrong thing. I say something stupid, you know. So I just chose not to talk at all. But uh, now it's a, li- a little bit easier for me, you know. I can get a lot better, uh, and uh, I think um, Chris and Drew and guys and PJ and Coach have helped me like be more comfortable with that. But um, but yeah, I think early in my career was the language barrier. I felt like I say something stupid, but then I realized like. I'd rather say something stupid than not say nothing at all, you know. And uh, and throughout the journey, throughout my career, guys helped me with, especially Chris. Like he was like, talk, talk, say something, say something, you know. Like PJ, PJ that I've been with him for like two, three months now. He's like pushing me to talk. George Hill, George Hill helped me a lot with it. Uh, guys throughout my career helped me. I love it, but I can get a lot better. I can get a lot better. And I- at this point. Davis, as you said, all the right things are being said by Giannis. And, you know, we'll hear from him a little bit later on the show as well. Uh, Going into tonight, as you mentioned, Phoenix with the backs up against the wall. The Bucks have played like that, though. (laughs) Like, honestly, over the last three or four games, as we take a look at the props for tonight, how do you feel about Giannis, who at the very moment over on FanDuel has a over-under of 32.5? I'm looking at Middleton at 25.5. And then, hey, Drew Holiday got hot, 19 and a half tonight. Yeah, I mean, I've told you, like, every time we've talked about the Bucks, I've said the same thing. Like, Drew Holiday just got to play better. He's got to be better on offense. The last two games, he was a lot better on offense, and that was a big key to them taking this 3-2 lead in the series. I, I think that without Drew Holiday's improved play, I think that we would be talking about a different situation. I, I think we'd even be talking about maybe a different line here in game six. I think had Holiday not had one of these good offensive games, we'd be thinking like, oh, maybe this is a two-point line. Maybe this is a three-point line. So I I like the over on Drew Holiday because I think they finally found a little bit of a formula that works for him, right? That's a big, that's a big thing. They've, you know, they've kind of gotten him away from Chris Paul on offense. They've, they've uh, got him in some good pick and rolls where Aiton is having to defend him and things like that. So I think that is going to be a good strategy for them. I would love to bet the over on Giannis, but I just, I mean, I can't bet the over on 32 and a half points. I, I guess maybe, maybe I'd have to think about it a little bit more, but I also don't think this will be like a 48 minute game for Giannis. Um, I think they'll probably save that for game seven. Now we get, if we do get to a game seven, if the Suns do end up triumphing and we come to the next game and Giannis is at like 34 and a half or whatever, I'm just, I'm blindly betting the over, I think, because he is going to be, so jazzed up and ready to go for that game. I have become such a, a fan of Giannis throughout the course of this playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it does feel like a good blind bet, but I could tell you that FanDuel is going to make you pay for that. I think it's going to be a lot higher than, than what we see here at 32 and a half, but should be a fun game tonight. We hope that this is not the end of the line for the NBA season, but it very well could be. And if it is, we'll do a postscript on the 2020 21 NBA season tomorrow. Also, we'll hear from Giannis on LeBron James being at the uh, the game the other night, watching him from across the court. Giannis did comment on that, so we'll have that coming up. Well, coming up next, our producer Brett Levy is going to join the party. Brett Davis and I are going to take an early look at the 2021 NBA draft. It's coming up next week, the day before the baseball trade deadline. A lot of stuff happening. We'll have it for you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So Josh Giddy Craig is probably the guy I would look for to rise the most over the next week here. Um, he's a projected late lottery guy, so that's why you see plus odds next to the top 10. Uh, but he's a guy that will probably end up, Craig, going somewhere near 7, I think. So top 10 plus 154 is honestly like my favorite bet right now for the NBA draft that I saw last night. Um I actually placed that wager last night because this guy averaged nearly a triple-double as an eight, a skinny 18-year-old in the NBL, which is a very good league uh, over in Australia, Craig. We saw Lonzo Ball average 17-7-6, and, and he came over and nearly dominated the NBA, was the rookie of the year by a landslide. Then he got hurt. Anthony Edwards took off. So Josh Giddy has a lot of Lonzo Ball qualities. He's 6'8". He's Australian, so people like to talk about Ben Simmons' qualities. Those are two fantastic NBA point guards, and I think teams look for length, size, shooting, scoring, passing, rebounding. He brings it all. He's skinny. He's young. He can develop. You can you know, make him bigger, give him a workout plan. I'm a big fan of Josh Giddy in the upcoming NBA draft. All right, uh, Davis, any thoughts on Giddy before we move on to our second point of discussion? Yeah, actually, I think Brett's bet is pretty solid because of the way that the the picks are going to shake out. The Golden State Warriors pick at pick seven, and if you think about, okay, you know, kind of what is that roster missing? Well, it's missing a wing player who can shoot a little bit, who can put the ball on the floor a little bit. You know, they, they need someone to fit in between Draymond Green, James Wiseman, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson. They need a fifth guy there. Look, Andrew Wiggins, not that guy. They need a guy who can dribble a little bit. They need a guy who can pass the ball a little bit because Wiggins, when he gets the ball, that the possession ends, when, right? When Wiggins gets the ball, that's it. There's no more There's no more movement after that. So I think this is pretty solid from Brett, and I, I like these odds at plus 154 to be a top 10 pick. All right, let's continue on and move over to Michigan. We're going to talk about Franz Wagner, six foot eight, 19-year-old player who averaged 12.5 points last season, Six and a half rebounds, three assists in that short season in college basketball. And uh, to be the number two overall pick, you can get plus 9,500, which does not seem realistic based on anything I've seen. But at the third overall pick, you can get plus 6,000. And Brett, to be a top 10 pick, it's like the opposite here. We go from plus 150 to minus 150. So obviously not a ton of value, which tells you he's going to be in the top 10. Any value here maybe to take a stab at number three overall or anything else? Yeah, so Franz Wagner is an interesting prospect. He played professionally overseas prior to going to Michigan. Um, And he's the brother of uh, Mo Wagner, who is a great Michigan player, currently uh, with the Orlando Magic after being waived last season by the uh, Washington Wizards. So NBA Bloodlines, Craig, 
But I actually think this helps prove my point that Giddy will go top 10 because I don't think Wagner's going in the top 10. And FanDuel clearly thinks he does at the minus 150 mark. So I think this is a player Josh Giddy could hop over the next week. Uh, Franz Wagner, very good player. He's kind of what we would call a tweener. And they're not sure if he's going to be a small forward or a power forward at the next level. Uh, his brother is kind of a center power forward. So, again, interesting prospect. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I'm not sure if he's on the Olympic team for Germany this summer or not, but it'll be interesting to see because he does have the professional experience, the overseas experience. He's played at a higher level, theoretically, than college basketball and was successful there. So, uh, very interesting prospect to watch uh, for this upcoming year. All right, Eddie Davis, we'll learn a lot more about him, I'm sure, coming up over the next week or two. What are your thoughts on... Wagner at minus 150 to be a top 10 pick. I don't think either of us really love laying big juice, but this seems to be pretty solid. Would you lay 150 to win 100? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm not gonna bet that, but I do think that him to be exactly the third overall pick is worth a stab. Now, I know a lot of people love this Evan Mobley guy, uh, basically just think that he is going to be a, a fantastic center, that he's going to be good to run the floor with uh, with Garland and Sexton. But Wagner can shoot. And that shooting ability, right, 34% in college, I mean, and he's a pretty good defensive player. Like, I, I don't know. I, I am kind of into the idea of him. Like, I, I, would, I would take a small stab at 6,000 to one. Like, I mean, clearly it's pretty long odds, but I, I think that those odds are not representative. I think it's a little bit closer than that. All right. Interesting on Wagner. Let's move to our uh, final player that we're going to talk about, which is James Booknight from Yukon, six foot five, 20 year old going into the draft next week, 18.7 points per game with the Huskies, almost six rebounds, almost two assists. And Brett, he's got that same line on FanDuel in terms of odds. He's minus 150. So, uh, look, I mean, I guess there are going to be some bigger surprises in the draft this year just based on scouting, based on being unclear coming off last year. I mean, I, look, I don't – I mean, maybe it's an apples and oranges conversation, but I can speak to the Major League Baseball draft. It was a huge surprise who even the number one overall pick was. So maybe this happens in, in the NBA and we can get an edge. But again, this is a minus 150 to win 100. So you got to feel really confident about this one. Yeah, well, this is one of the best scorers in the draft, Craig. A uh, little bit of an up and down career at UConn. Had a lot of injury problems, but... You know, averaged 18.7 points per game. UConn was consistently in the top 25 when he was in the lineup. So this is a difference-making player. I think that'll jump off the page to some teams. I think you can bet the minus 150 to go in the top 10. I think it's pretty safe. Uh, FanDuel is not offering any uh, odds on him in the top three markets, which is kind of funny because, you know, Josh Giddy, who's plus money to go top 10, they think he could rise late and get into the top, you know, three markets. But Booknight kind of slotted where he slotted. End of the lottery, anywhere between 8 and 14, he can go in those last six picks. But someone's going to fall in love with his ability to score the basketball, Craig. That's the name of the game now. When you think about the superstars, it's all the people who put the ball through the hoop. Uh, and James Booknight does that. Yeah, and, and look, uh, the difference, Davis, this year – is that players were able to visit teams. So uh, players like Boop Knight and others, if they want to be scouted in person, they're getting the opportunity to. I'm seeing a lot of the interviews on the NBA's content site. We'll bring those to you coming up next week. But look, big school definitely gives a player the edge playing some big games in college basketball last year. That's going to help as well. What do you feel about him going into the draft next week? I mean, he just doesn't he just look exactly like a guy who's going to end up going a little bit too high in the NBA draft. And then three years from now, we're talking about him being waived by the team that drafts him and the Houston Rockets signing him to a veteran minimum contract. Like and again, Brett knows way more about these guys than I do. But Boognight is he's very skinny, which you do not love from wing players. Right. Uh, he was a good scorer but a horrible three-point shooter, 29% from college three, which, remember, is a little bit closer than the NBA three. Uh, and he got up a ton of shots at uh, 
at UConn. And, and he's kind of like a, a heat check guy. So I, I do think he does probably go there because I, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the top ten and I'm going, okay, what's a team that might make a mistake? Well, the Orlando Magic, there's a team that loves to make a draft mistake. Looking at the Sacramento Kings, there's a team that loves to take a bench score in the top right. ten. So I think Brett's points are are correct, but uh, I, I just get a I get a bad vibe from this guy's statistical profile. All right. Well, interesting to see. And of course, next week we'll preview the NBA draft. FanDuel will have a lot more options than they have right now. That gives you a little bit of a taste as we double down on that uh, next week right here on the show. Okay. The big story in fantasy sports today is the uh, NFL Network reporting that running back Cam Akers is a torn Achilles and is going to miss the entire season. This is a first round pick in a lot of your fantasy football drafts. So before we get to baseball, we're going to come back and look at Davis's projections over at Daily Roto for what Daryl Henderson's season could look like, his backup. Stay with us on the grid. We'll give you all that next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. baseball of course upcoming in fact the milwaukee bucks playing tonight in the nba and so the milwaukee brewers did not want to go head to head at home against that game they moved that game up five hours to play it earlier very impressive by the bucks to do that um by the uh, brewers to do that i think that was really cool uh but our big story of the day and how did i find out that my guy cam Akers was out for the season how did i find out well, uh, I was just exercising, scrolling through. I don't think I had picked up my phone for a bit because I probably would have seen it. And I see a tweet from Davis Maddock about Daryl Henderson's projections. And I thought, why would Davis be tweeting that today? Like, what? Why? Like, what's what's the point of this? Like, I know he kind of likes the guy, but I didn't. And then, of course, Davis, I saw the result and thought, oh, man, bummer. But let's get into Henderson here a little bit. When people go over to Daily Roto, they sign up, they get your subscription, you're going to help them for the season. What can they expect your projection to look like now that Akers is out for the season on Henderson? Yeah, so so right now I am not projecting a big role for Xavier Jones or for Raymond Calais. Those are the other two guys on the roster. And you could sub out Xavier Jones for Jake Funk or whoever. Um, so right now, I am projecting Daryl Henderson for a, a lot of fantasy points, 265.3 P 
PPR points, 72 targets, about 1,500 total yards, almost 12 touchdowns. I, I think he is pretty clearly going to be the lead running back for the Los Angeles Rams. Now, are they going to sign Le'Veon Bell? Are they going to sign Todd Gurley? Are they going to trade for Melvin Gordon? Trade for James Robinson? That was something I got thrown out there. Trade for, you know, one of the 49ers running backs. They have a million of them. You know, I, I think something like that could happen. You don't see division trades happen all that often. My guess is, is that this is what's going to happen. Daryl Henderson's average draft position is really going to rise over the next couple weeks. Uh, I've actually already done a draft uh, since Cam Akers tore his knee. And Daryl Henderson went with the fifth pick in the third round. I think that's where his ADP settles. And then I think they're going to sign a veteran and he'll fall and he'll actually end up being a value. Yeah. And I think that especially in PPR leagues, I am so interested, Davis, to see who the Rams bring in. Because if they bring in one of these, I mean, let's just use Adrian Peterson. These Adrian Peterson types, I would I would like Daryl Henderson even more because I know no one's going to take anything away from him uh, in terms of that, in terms of the passing game. And in PPR leagues, that's definitely what we're interested in. So let's take another look here at the Rams running back situation beyond what Henderson is. And, and Davis, this is a ugly list. Now, the only name that I know on here besides Henderson, who do you think? It's Otis Anderson. Very familiar with him at the University of Central Florida. I mean, but he was, I don't even know if he'll make the team. Like he is, a, he, he was really good there, by the way, but you can't really look at Central Florida's running game because Davis, they, they use like five guys at a time. They're running all over the place, handing the ball off. Uh, but, but he was pretty good with them. So I'll root for him to make the team and be effective. Take me through the names here. Uh, Calais, Xavier Jones, Jake Funk. My gosh, it's a foregone conclusion someone else is coming in here. Yeah, you know, I actually do want to give a little bit of uh, a little bit of pub to Xavier Jones, who played at SMU. He got a medical red shirt because he tore his knee pretty bad uh, in his sophomore season. He actually played as a true freshman. Uh, we, we love to see that stuff. He played as a true freshman at SMU, had 10 touchdowns and 851 yards then tore his knee, then worked his way back from that, uh, then got injured again in 2018 and kind of tried to play through it. But then in 2019, 25 touchdowns, uh, 1,400 yards, 20 receptions. He was really good his final season at SMU. I, I do think there is a chance that we get you know a, a productive season from Xavier Jones that they say, look, we got these guys on a roster. The Los Angeles Rams, by the way, they are in – salary cap purgatory they are one of the most capped out teams they don't have any picks all right they don't have picks to trade for running back if they wanted to so they i i think they'll bring in somebody now i don't know who it is i think they'll bring in somebody but i don't expect anyone they bring in to really alter how i feel about henderson but xavier jones if i had to pick a name on that list right now xavier jones would be the guy you know 18th 19th 20th round that i would throw a couple darts on Okay, so we'll keep an eye on Xavier Jones. And, and my guess is, look, the Rams open up camp in a week or two. The, the way that the NFL works, from my knowledge, is that uh, Sean McVay, the head coach of the Rams, Davis, next week is going to say, we really like everybody we have here and we're not bringing anyone in. And then the next day they bring someone in and then that changes. Usually the way that that goes. They want to you know, make it feel like they, they are stacked and they're good to go and they've prepared for this moment, but nobody can prepare for losing the starting running back like this. It's, it's definitely not the case. Okay, let's go to baseball here today. We haven't done any baseball yet. First time I've said that is since April. Uh, Angels and Oakland A's today, 3.30 Eastern. Let's dive in here. Otani pitched yesterday, Davis, so you can't bet him today. They are plus 136. On the money line, you got to lay 162 on Oakland to win 100 totals, eight and a half. James Caprellian, who's been a really nice story for Oakland this season, uh, a sort of post hype prospect now living up to it quite a bit with Oakland. Uh, Jose Suarez starts for the Angels, so there are not the highest of expectations, obviously, for him, but the Angels do have the offense to back it up. Who do you like this afternoon? 3.30 Eastern. Man, how brutal for, for Shohei yesterday. You know, he goes in, he does his thing, he pitches his innings, and then immediately 
uh, Steve Shishek comes out of the bullpen, gives up a three-run home run. It's just like, what, what, what more can this guy do? This guy is doing absolutely everything he can to put the Angels on his back, and uh, it, it just doesn't matter. You're right about Caprellian, though. Uh, I mean, I don't think that the Oakland A's really expected ever to get that much out of this guy, but he is now 11 starts and 62 innings into this season. He has a 26% K rate, 2.9 ERA, He's getting a little bit lucky because he's walking some guys, but I, I think probably the A's are the right bet here. And I think you could also maybe bet the under on this game kind of comfortably. Like that, uh, that seems like maybe the right way to leverage this. Yeah, Caprellian, I believe, was with the Yankees. You don't see the Yankees usually whiff on the prospects like and, and give them to other teams. Like you usually don't see that. They're usually the team that gets the player and then they're so excited to wear the pinstripes and then they do well. This is a case of the opposite for sure. Oakland will have this guy pitching. I believe he's their third or fourth star. He's moved up really a lot in their rotation uh, with Lazardo out. Caprellian's been good. Okay, speaking of the Yankees, it's it's sort of put up or shut up time for them. My gosh, we're getting to the end of the line here. The deadline is next week. I don't know what they're going to do. Philly is playing great, Davis. They have won a ton of series here. I think it's five out of the last six series. They're favorites today pretty significantly. They're minus 130. They also get to add the DH today, although I don't really think Brad Miller or someone who they're going to add makes all that much of a difference. Aaron Nola is going to come off the injured list. This was the COVID injured list, keep in mind, to pitch tonight. And Domingo Herman, who also just came off the injured list, I believe, before his last start, will throw. The, the game is about even on FanDuel. Maybe a little bit of juice toward Philly. Minus 130. Total is 9. But uh, the, the, uh, the Phillies-Davis are a really perplexing team. Because talent-wise, they have two really good starting pitchers. They have a lineup in the National League that honestly can compete with anyone. I mean, Bryce Harper and Real Muto and McCutcheon and Didi Gregorius and Hoskins and Alec Bohm and Segura. Like, I, I mean, those that's just off the top of my head. Like, they have a really good lineup, but it, but they're like a head-scratching team. They're always you always think they're going to be better, and they fall short. But lately, it looks like they're on a roll. Do they continue that tonight in New York? Well, the thing about this game is this is just a, a bizarre line. Like, I expected Nola versus Herman. I expected that to be, like, uh, Phillies minus 155 or something like that because Herman has not really been great. Nola also has not been great either. Nola actually right now has the highest ERA of his career. Uh, Herman has been, you know, walking guys, giving up some home runs. He's got a 15% home run to fly ball rate. His ground ball rate is uh, actually he's getting a little bit lucky with his ground ball rate relative to the performances in his career. So I, I just don't really know what to make of this line because I, you know, I would expect Aaron Nola taking the mound to be like quite, quite the big favorite over Domingo Herman. So the fact that the line is weird like this, I expect to see like maybe a shortened Aaron Nola start. Maybe he only goes two times through the order. You know, the, the, I, I am thinking that the market makers here know more than I know. I don't know what it is they know that I don't know, but this line stinks to me. So I actually am going to take the plus money here and go with Domingo Herman and the Yankees at plus 110. Yeah. Uh, Nola's just not been good, Davis. He's just not been good. I, I think that's, that's kind of the story. And if, if I'm not mistaken, if you, if you just take away his – I know you can't do that for a pitcher. It's really not fair. But if you take away his early numbers, April and early May, he wouldn't even be an average pitcher since then. So maybe that factors into it. I'm not really sure. Maybe the fact that coming off the COVID list, Davis, and being down for two weeks, he's only going to throw five innings, and then you leave it to the Phillies' bullpen. They have not been good this season. There's all kinds of you know stories that you can tell there, so we'll see. I mentioned, by the way, Davis, the Brewers are going to play this afternoon at 3 o'clock Eastern, and then the NBA game will be that night. Have you ever gone to two different sporting events in one day? Like, have you spent a nine-hour period, eight-hour period going to two different games, two different sports, like a basketball game somewhere, NFL game, college football, high school, anything? Have you ever done that before? 
No, I haven't ever done it, but now that you bring it up, doesn't that sound so fun? Like, that sounds like something I would absolutely love to do. Like, that would be, uh, I think, like a, a great way to spend a day. Like, I would love to, you know, you know, take a day off of work, wake up, go to a baseball game, maybe go grab a bite to eat in between, and then go to an NBA Finals game. You know there are at least a couple people in Milwaukee who are going to go do that, no doubt about it. Yeah. The other thing that I would say you'd be very surprised, there's this, there's always this narrative that let's say hypothetically, Davis, the, the Brewers played at the same time as the Bucks, And then what would we say as analysts, who in the world's going to go to that Brewers game? You would be surprised. We all think that just because people uh, love sports, that they love every sport. There are some people who will be in Milwaukee that could care less. Like they really could care less that the Bucks are playing tonight because they like baseball. And there are some, of course, that will watch the Bucks and could care less that the Brewers are playing 15 minutes or 10, five, what am I saying, five minutes away from where they are. It's just the nature of it. I have in media in South Florida absolutely covered a Miami Heat game and Miami Dolphins game in the same day. There's no doubt that I have done that before, going from one place to the other. And I think I've probably done it multiple times in multiple sports. I can't remember offhand because it's been a lot. Uh, you know, baseball season doesn't really intersect because the games usually are at night. And so playing against the Heat when those games are on at the same time, you can't really do that. But I definitely have done a football basketball in a day. And it may have been college football and NBA basketball, I'm not sure, or college basketball even. But no doubt I've done that for sure. Okay, coming up, speaking of the Bucks, we're going to hear from Chris Middleton coming up next. Boy, has he played a huge part in the last couple of games of this series. Can he continue it tonight? We'll hear from him next. We have Chris with the update coming up at the top of the hour. And then we'll also hear from Giannis. We'll get back into Cam Akers, talk a little Aaron Rodgers. That's what's on deck here for hour number two here of Sports Grids Fantasy Sports Today. So stay with us on the grid. Davis and I will be right back. In two minutes, talking more fantasy football, NBA Finals preview, and, of course, fantasy reality as well. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Phoenix Suns over on FanDuel. Right now, Milwaukee is minus four and a half. You think the stakes are high? We'll just ask Chris Middleton, who is on the doorstep of his NBA championship. Uh, we don't think about what's at stake. I think the main thing with us in that locker room, we, we 
we've, do, we've been doing a great job just blocking out distractions, uh, focus on the task at hand and what needs to be done, not in, not out. Um, when we keep it like that, we're able to stay in our routines. Um, yeah. We'll go, Steve. Davis, what's fun about this now is that, like, normally when athletes speak and I look at it, like, you know, some of it is is good and some of it, you know, just noise. I can honestly tell you, Davis, in my belief, my opinion, a bunch of liars, all of them. They all, this is a huge game tonight. They all know, especially on the walkie side, Davis, I mean, you think the Bucks aren't thinking about winning a championship tonight? I mean, they could say all they want about blocking it out. That ain't happening. Yeah, that was my that was my exact reaction is he's full of crap. There's no way that's true. There is I mean, even if they're not talking about it out loud, you know, even if Drew isn't like, oh man, NBA championship, this is big, guys. Like even even if that's true, they're all thinking it. They all have that in the back of their heads. Like, this is the NBA finals, you know, we flamed out in the playoffs the last two years. This is our opponent, Chris Paul's, you know, probably his last chance to win an NBA championship. This is a chance for this is a chance for Giannis to ascend and enter into the, you know, maybe best player in the NBA conversation. Like these guys are full of crap. They are actively thinking about it, no doubt about it. Yeah. And and so will we tonight if they end up getting the Larry O'Brien trophy for you. By the way, in game live we'll have coverage of that later tonight. Scott Farrell preview four o'clock Eastern. Okay, that'll do it for hour one. We got another hour to go. Chris's update is next. Latest on Aaron Rodgers, I am sure. Recap from some baseball. We'll also preview some baseball coming up at hour two. So stay with us on the grid. Davis and I will be back for a lot more fun, a lot more fantasy football talk, some basketball talk as well, and some fantasy or reality as well as the sports grid 60. So stay on the grid. We are back in just two minutes with more fantasy sports today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.